0: Hello and welcome. I am Deb Creer, the socialite. I have a passion to work with people, to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And with me today is Barb Tobias. And I just love this. This is going to be so much fun. Poor Scott's going to have to just cut us off because we're just going to gab and go on forever. I met Barb, oh, several years ago Mm -hmm. probably. So Barb is the, and I'm capitalizing that, the... (laughs) America's Thrift Talk Diva. She is an admitted thriftaholic, she is a veteran radio and TV personality who has crisscrossed the nation in her search for fabulously frugal finds. I have to go slow when I say <laughs> that or get myself in trouble. Barb is a professional speaker and inspiring coach who renovates lives, homes, and wardrobes by sticking her curious little nose into other people's thrifty business. After a lifetime of transforming trash into treasure, this savvy mistress of thrift shares her secrets to finding deals. Repurposing Before Tossing, Reconstructing the Tattered, and Renewing Things Others View as Passé in her recent release, Tossed and Found. Her tell-all book is not only a journey of personal transformation, but teaches a newly frugal nation how to purchase, purge, and profit from thrift. So, Barb, thank you so much, and welcome. I'm so glad that you're here today.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Deb. It's fun being here. It's fun seeing you again. I
0: know. It's been quite a while. Now, of course, we're always in touch on Facebook.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. What would we do without Facebook? I
1: I don't know. I know. I don't know. I'm stymied on that one.
0: So let's take a step back, though. Let's talk about how you got to be the thrift talk diva, the princess of chic, all of those (laughs) various styles. How did you decide to do this
1: well it was a life journey actually Mm -hmm. and and I really need to go back before um, I really went into the thrift venues Um, I was raised in a small town Mm -hmm. on a small farm Ah. and um, I went this is something few people know (laughs) I went from kindergarten through fifth grade in one room with one teacher
0: wow yeah
1: and so. And she's um, only
0: about 20, so you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, times that by four. <laughs> so anyway, um, I grew up wearing hand-me-downs, mm-hmm. as, as many of us did oh, on right. the farm. Mm-hmm. And I, really loathed the thought of wearing somebody else's clothes because it was my reality. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my choice. It right. was my reality. So I fought against it. Mm-hmm. And even in high school, I wanted new things, but we couldn't afford new mm-hmm. things. So I learned how to sew, which is a good thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And But I want to tell you one story that was really a defining moment for me. I was elected homecoming queen of our high school. Wow, And you know what it's like when you're 17 years mm-hmm. old. That is the most important event oh. of, of your whole life. Yeah. Right. You can't envision anything <laughs> oh, else. Oh. that That is it. And my mother took me to buy me a second hand dress. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my gosh, I would never have said anything to her. I didn't want to hurt her. I knew mm-hmm. she did or was doing the best she could. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is that was my defining moment. Right. And I had to wear a secondhand gown. Mm-hmm. And that's really when I said, you know what? When I grow up and I'm big and strong and rich. <laughs> <laughs> rich. Yeah, that's the key word. Yeah, that's the key mm-hmm. word. I'm going to wear everything wonderfully new and fabulous and whatever. Mm-hmm. So as life went on and as life would have it, um, I did marry... Well, you know well i mm-hmm. guess is is the term mm-hmm. and um i didn't want for much and i had a fabulous home and a wonderful wardrobe and everything was just hunky dory mm-hmm. until oh no i got divorced oh <laughs>
0: And he took the checkbook?
1: Uh, pretty much. Oh, yeah, yeah, hurray. pretty much how that happens. Um, and I found myself a single mom raising my son. And although I was a fashion model mm-hmm. and I was walking the runways of America, I couldn't afford the clothes that I was wearing on mm-hmm. the runways. So I began to get resourceful. And I started out going to garage sales because my sister had told me about all the amazing things she mm-hmm. found at garage sales. And I began going there and realized Oh my gosh! I can create a fabulous home. I mm-hmm. can clothe myself in my son and and be fashionable and right. stylish with second hand clothes mm-hmm. And so I did this whole three sixty mm-hmm. where all of a sudden now, um I was. Not only recognizing, but I was embracing ah. the whole secondhand mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. And, and back then, I still wasn't at the point where I am now where it's the whole recycle. It's the right. whole green mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. and all of that. I was just going, Oh my gosh, look at how much money I'm yeah. saving. Hey, isn't that cool? And I look so great. <laughs> and I look <laughs> fabulous, darling. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I kind of stumbled upon it mm-hmm. again. I grew up with it. I got away from it. And then I stumbled upon right. it out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Today I don't need to do that, but today it's a choice. Right, and today it's fun. And today it's fun, and today it's smart. Mm-hmm. Right. So I I went through this whole uh what cycle I guess mm-hmm. of of coming back to where it was important for cool. me to be. Mm-hmm. So that's my story. I
0: love it. You know, and and it's it's funny how it definitely you know how we were brought up shapes right. our lives and and then how we turn it into something that is is so cool so let's talk about your book because I love your book. It's called <laughs> Tossed and Found. Right. First, tell us how we can find it and, and get a copy, and then tell us how you came up with the idea, what the book talks about, some things like that. Okay,
1: all right. Uh, you can find it at most of your local bookstores. Uh, I am also on Amazon. It right. is not only in um, paperback, but it is also on audio. Mm-hmm. I did my own voiceover ah. for it, uh, the diva reading her book. Oh, nice. Uh, and it's also an ebook great yes cool. so kindle users whatever mm-hmm. can can download it and you can find it on my website at www.thrifttalkdiva.com.
0: perfect great <laughs> so now what do you talk about in the book
1: Well, you know, when I first started to write the book, I was in transition. Mm -hmm. Uh, Actually, I was in my reinvention mode. Ah. I had been in the corporate world for about seven years and loved my uh, jaunt in in that arena Mm -hmm. and was making very good money. And all of a sudden, because we sold to the real estate space, I found myself jobless. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. And I looked and I said, oh, I've reinvented myself so many times. What now? Mm-hmm. And you know how oftentimes we look at a period in our life as is a very dark period, mm-hmm. or very transitional period and whatever. Um, and that's how I initially viewed it but it has literally changed my life because it was at that time. I actually went to Atlanta Ah. with my son and we had just talked Mm -hmm. about Atlanta Mm -hmm. earlier before the show and I was helping him with a business. And it was when I was in Atlanta that I had this epiphany and I said, you know what? I'm going to write a book. Mm -hmm. I had never written a book before, Deb. (laughs) (laughs) I had no clue what it was going to take. Ah. I had Mm -hmm. no clue where the journey was going Mm -hmm. to, you know, end. And I sat down at my computer and I wrote a sentence, and then a paragraph, mm-hmm. and finally a book. Wow! But it took me mm-hmm. two years, mm-hmm. and and what I had decided is I had decided because there's so many things I could write about. I mean, we all have a book in our head, right? right? Mm-hmm. And about I had a bestseller, of course. <laughs> yeah, well, we we have yeah. those visions too. <laughs> but the bottom line is, I had decided that I was going to write about my passion, and my passion was thrifting because I had become a thrifter for Mm -hmm. over 30 years. And, you know, I stopped short of dumpster diving, but anything (laughs) in between, you know, roadkill, you name it, I was going to do it. So uh, I began writing this book, and what happened is I did one really smart thing. I hired a coach. Ah, And it was really the coach that kept prompting me, Mm -hmm. you know, Barb... We want more of your life. Mm-hmm. Yes, we want to know how to thrift. Yes, we want to know right. how to have a diva sale, mm-hmm. which instead of a garage sale, I have a diva oh, yes. sale. And we'll we, talk about that because that's so cool. <laughs> we want to know all of that stuff, but you know what? Readers are going to want to know about your life and and about how you felt mm-hmm. when you went and your mother bought that secondhand right. gown. Or
0: you wore the $10,000 dresses. Yes,
1: and, that I couldn't afford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I... Began writing, and I began incorporating more and more of my life story. Okay, and I found that all of a sudden it became a memoir mm-hmm. slash how to. Ah, so I put it as a creative memoir mm-hmm. is what I do. Nice. And the uh, the story is really about my life, and and when I happened upon the title, which was really kind of spurted out <laughs> by one of my coaches, mm-hmm. I said, "Oh my gosh, tossed and found." Mm-hmm. It's a double entendre. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not only about things that people buy and other people, mm-hmm. you know, throw out. Right. But it's about my life. Mm-hmm. How we've all been tossed yeah. around, Deb. Right. And it's not whether we have, because right. we're all yeah, going we to be. Yeah, we all have been. Yeah. And it's then how going we to find ourselves. How we find ourselves. Right. I went, "Oh my gosh, that is really like." the perfect title mm-hmm. uh, for my book. And so I really, um, I hate to say the word capitalize, but, but, but I really focus on that tossed and found mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter how humble our beginnings, right. how humble our passions, mm-hmm. how humble, you know, our direction, it is what we do with mm-hmm. it. So when I found myself at this juncture in life where I had to create a new career, mm-hmm. the career I wanted to create was not best-selling author, mm-hmm. the career I wanted to create was a professional speaker.
0: Right. Which you've done very well at.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And so that book became, what, my calling card, maybe? Mm-hmm. And uh, I used it as a platform upon which to inspire other people mm-hmm. to move forward, not, not go after their passion, grab mm-hmm. it. Right. Take a hold of it. And don't expect that it's going to come to you. You right. have to go. You have to be proactive. Right. I- exactly. Mm-hmm. So it really entailed all of the things that I was passionate about, that I believed about. Yes, it was about thrift. Yes, mm-hmm. it was about a hobby. But it was about so much more right. than that. mm
0: mm-hmm. Great, great. Well, we are ready to go ahead and, and take our first break. So when we come back, let's talk about how you really use social media to be promoting yourself and, and what you do. So how you give your tips, how you talk about your diva sales, and how you post pictures, because pictures are always very cool. And we'll really get into depth with that and talk about how you use these tools. You bet.
2: Okay. Great. Right. you. Just remember what your old past said Boy, you've got a friend in More than I am, bigger and stronger.
0: I am Deb Creer and you do have a friend in me. If you are not already connected to me, why the heck are you not? So you need to to do that. Connect with me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Google+, all the various platforms. I am on Pinterest. We're going to have to talk about Pinterest. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool. I, if, if you're on Pinterest, if yeah, I remember yeah. right, Barb, of course. Um, so we will definitely talk about that. But if you're not already connected with me, you can find me on the Mile High Radio website. You can go to the show page, to the hosts, and you can find all the ways to connect with me there. And today, we want you to make sure you connect with my guest. This is Barb Tobias, and she is America's Thrift Talk Diva. We're going to talk about... I I posted on my Facebook page earlier today that because you are so thrift conscious... I won't say cheap, because that's (laughs) bad. No, no, not cheap. Because there is a very big difference. Yes. Um, But because you are thrifty, I would imagine social media really appeals to you. Because while it does take your time it doesn't take money to be you know to be a, on facebook to be on on pinterest all those various things so i thought you'd probably really like these social media things
1: well a- absolutely and i can't imagine why anyone would not be on them mm-hmm. as as many as they could right. and really capitalize on those mm-hmm. to move their business build their business and connect them with mm-hmm. people that can help them
0: well and it is such a good way to really reach out to so many people. And it doesn't matter where they are. You know, you would be a great example of this because people around the world can buy your book. They can learn from your tips. So it, it doesn't really matter that you're, you know, you don't have to have people just in Denver connect with you. In fact, the more people that connect with you, the better. Exactly. And that's what so many people get caught up in, in Facebook, you know, or some of the other sites. Now, Pinterest, you really don't do a location per se in there. So that is more just kind of something. But... You know, on on Facebook, I've had business owners tell me, oh, you know, I I really don't want to do that because I'm just a brick and mortar place. And and why would I want people to connect with me in New York or outer Botswani or, you know, Mm -hmm. all of those various places? And I tell them it's because you never know who they're connected to. You know, what goes around comes around. And, you know, I have people who listen to this program, who follow me online, all those various places from around the world. So if I were to just say, well, gee, I only want Denver. Well, that's no fun. You know, I have some of my my most fun interactions from people that I've never met yes. in, in real life. Exactly. But I I'm communicating with them every single day on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's very much a part of how to market yourself because you're building those relationships. Right. And so I love your page because you're giving tips, you're giving techniques. You've got this gorgeous picture that is very diva on there. (laughs) Everyone has to go to Barb's page. So it's Barb (laughs) Tobias on Facebook and uh, look for her there because, you know, it's very much this diva picture. But tell me a little bit about how and why you use social media to talk about what you do.
1: Well, I started social media and, and I like most people out there. You know, I, I kind of went into the whole computer scene years ago, kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. I went into the social media scene, kicking and screaming, saying many of the things, Deb, that I'm sure that people are still <laughs> saying today. Oh, I don't need that. Why do I need that? They only you talk know. about what they had for lunch. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, I, you know, was one of those hesitant little buggers and, uh, I did it by, uh, what? By default, mm-hmm. I guess. And um, when I decided that I was going to write a book, I at least had the awareness to begin social media. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I knew that it was going to take me a a while, and Mm -hmm. I thought two years, Mm -hmm. and that's about what it took to get my book out. Mm -hmm. And all the meantime, I could be building my social media and blogging Mm -hmm. about where I was and doing things that were going to get people going, oh, When's that book going to get out? Yeah. Oh, who's Barb Tobias? Oh, what's this America's thrift talk right. diva? Well, you know, it doesn't really matter as long as, you know, they say that there's right. no such bad thing right. as, as bad advertising. Right. There's It's only good. <laughs> it's only good. So uh, that's what I did. And that was one of the smart moves that I made. And I I know I've encouraged my husband mm-hmm. to get more into the social media, but he has a business that's very, very specific. And so he's really hesitating to do it. But what happens when that business does go viral? Mm -hmm, In in other words, Mm -hmm. it all helps and it builds for business down the line. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got into it. It was really because of my book. And I think I'm on just about every piece of social media you can find. I
0: couldn't find you on Twitter. Oh, I am on Twitter. Okay, then I just didn't look for the right, yep, I, I will find you.
1: I am Thrift Diva.
0: And and I know that you're on Google Plus because I found you there. Um and Pinterest, obviously, LinkedIn, all those various sites. Yeah, those are about the only ones that I use because Mm -hmm. you can get caught up in having to do too many. Yes. Um but it's it's funny, one of the things people tell me is, Well, I see that you're on all of those and you're posting on all of them. Doesn't it take you so long? No. You know, I for the most part, in many cases, I cut and paste. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm I'm saying the same thing on multiple sites. Right. But it's 30, 40 seconds. I mean, this is not a long time. If I have to stop and think about what I'm going to post, maybe it's a couple minutes. Right. But if I'm just linking to an article or something like that, it really is very quick. And it's a way to reach so many people so quickly.
1: Right. Exactly. And as you go along, you start to learn the nuances. Mm -hmm. And For example, you start to learn hash marks and Twitter Mm -hmm. and and things like that. But you don't need to know that in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And just like when I started my book. Just start. Yeah, just start. Just start. Well, that's what I tell people with blogging. And it was really funny because when I was
0: telling businesses and and business people that they needed to blog, I didn't blog for almost a year. Oh, really? (laughs) Really? Well, I had to write the perfect blog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, if I was <laughs> like telling, I had to write yeah, the perfect book, if, right? <laughs> if I was telling people how to do this, I felt I really I and so I would start and then I'd stop and I would start and I would stop and then some kind soul finally smacked me, but I, you know, between the ears and said, "You just have to start, yes. and it won't be perfect. It will probably never be absolutely exactly. perfect." You know, now granted, I watch for grammatical errors and, sure. and things like that, but if I just agonized over every single word, I'd still be waiting to do my first blog post. That's right, and that's I think what so many people get caught up in is they think, well, it it has to be perfect or people don't care. You know, what if I post something on Facebook and nobody pays any attention? So you post again or you figure out maybe nine o'clock in the morning wasn't the right time to post. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's one of the the nice things about uh, the the new Facebook with its, you know, switching the the pages already to the, the new timeline. The insights got a lot more detailed. So I can look and go, okay, you know, these posts that I do during the morning don't get as much interaction as the posts I do in the evening. Mm-hmm. So then I can post more in the evening or post something differently in the morning. Maybe they just didn't like what I posted. But it's it's such a, a fun way to reach out to people. But I think the thing that most businesses miss, and, and you get this very much, is it is about the relationships. Yes. You, know, you have to build a relationship. So you've got a little mix of personal. You've got a little mix of, of business. Mm-hmm. Because we work with people we know, we like, and we trust.
1: Exactly. And
0: we get to learn about them, whether you're looking at their other boards on Pinterest or you're seeing their, pace on, you know, their posts on Facebook. You, know, you, you do pretty much just see business on LinkedIn. But you know, we, we learn about those things. And then we think, ooh, this is a pretty cool person. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not going to do business with him, but I know somebody who needs to. So that's where it all kind of swings around. And, you know, I've seen you post so many different things because you post about when you're going to be speaking, mm-hmm. you post. Now let's talk about when you're, you're talking about your diva sales, because you don't have garage sales. Those no. are just blah. And <laughs> And the cool thing about Facebook and, and now of course, Pinterest is you post pictures. Yes. So talk about your
1: diva sales and your pictures and, and how you do all of that. And videos. Oh, this is true. Yeah, and, yes. and I, and I post videos. Uh, I decided a long time ago that holding a garage sale was just like everyone else. Mm-hmm. They were trying to get rid of the stuff that they didn't love anymore. Right. And a lot of times it was Tupperware, plastic cups and mm-hmm. you know, old and, ski old ski stuff.
0: And kids' clothes. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'd definitely seen better days. So I have really wonderful stuff. Now granted, all of my stuff is second hand, but I have amazing second hand <laughs> stuff. And so I thought, you know what? I'm I'm not holding an estate sale. Mm-hmm. Last time I checked, I'm still alive. Yes. <gasps> so, I thought, what <sighs> Oh, what, what would I call this mm-hmm. sale? I really wanted to have something that was going to be maybe a little dicey, a little cheeky, mm-hmm. but get the idea that it was a little more elegant than the regular garage right. sale that's running Wasn't around Wasn't just the there. stuff stacked on the table? Yes. and yeah. Yes, or on boxes mm-hmm. or on top of the washing mm-hmm. machine or whatever was sitting around. Right. Exactly. And so... I go to great pains to set up my garage sale. Mm-hmm. I usually start about 2 months before the sale. Wow. And literally Deb, when you walk in, you would think you're in a boutique.
0: Right. We well, set how- it up like a room. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. And and I set up a kitchen area, and I set up a living room area, and I set up a bedroom area if I have those types mm-hmm. of things to sell. And when everything is priced, everything is sparkling clean. And everything is ready to go out the door. I even save for a year all my plastic bags, all my paper, all Ah, my wrapping stuff, mm -hmm. so that people go out and even though they might be getting, quote, an ARC bag or a Goodwill Mm -hmm. bag or whatever, Mm -hmm. nevertheless, their stuff is wrapped Mm -hmm. and in a bag. Mm -hmm. So I'm recycling that plastic, which I'm big on. Mm -hmm. And I'm recycling my household things. So the things that go out in my sale and... I'm a big shopper, so (laughs) a lot is going out in my sale. But I buy things for my home that I love more than what I had. Mm -hmm. And let me give you an example. Several months back, I ran across an amazing armoire. Ooh. Now, Deb. I have three armoires. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need another armoire. But it was so cool. It, it was so fabulous. Mm-hmm. And and it fit better than what I had. So what do I do? I take the armoire I don't love anymore mm-hmm. out. It's going to go into my next garage sale. Nice. And the new armoire is going to mm-hmm. take its place. One of the ways that people stop themselves mm-hmm. from really creating a beautiful home environment or a fabulous wardrobe mm-hmm. is they say, well, I already have a black jacket. Mm-hmm. I don't right. need another black mm-hmm. jacket, but this black jacket fits better, it's a better brand, mm-hmm. it's better quality. It's like, "Hello." Mm-hmm. You know, let's trade them right. and sell that mm-hmm. black jacket out, especially if you're shopping second hand. Right. Because if you're shopping second hand, you're not paying that premium mm-hmm. price. So, over the years, my homes and my wardrobe have literally cost me nothing.
0: Right. Zero. Nice. Yeah, so because you're, you're- Finding and replacing and just kind of switching things out. I'm continuing that cycle.
1: So when I set up my diva sale, it's all the things that I don't love anymore Mm -hmm. that are going out to a better home. Right. And it's putting them back out into the universe. Mm -hmm. I'm getting money in, which is going to go to my little nest egg Mm -hmm. that is either going to be partially invested Mm -hmm. and or spent again for my wardrobe Mm -hmm. and my home. So every year, I promised myself, oh, about 20 years ago, that I would have at least two grad sales a year. Ah. Well, now with my travel schedule Mm -hmm. and everything, it's gone to one, Mm -hmm. and I hold one big diva sale every year. And the first day, and you're going to love this, Deb, Uh invitation only. Ooh. So it's for all of It's a big diva sale. (laughs) It's a big diva sale, yeah.
0: Very cool. Well, and, and the cool thing is, then you post pictures and things like that on Facebook. Yes. So people can see and then realize, you know, I can set that up too. It doesn't have to, you know, maybe I am just putting stuff in the garage, but what if I just made it look a little bit better? Yes. And, you know, and, and, and didn't, you know, okay, the Tupperware things, they need, maybe they need to be recycled. Maybe, you know, get rid of those things, but set it up in a way that people come and people see it. And more importantly, they think. Now, uh, can I come next year? Can I be on the invitation list? <laughs>
1: you <know>? oh, absolutely. <laughs> you got it. So that
0: way, you know, it, it, but it really does, it, it's such a cool concept because mm-hmm. so many people have garage sales. Mm-hmm. You know, I know people who, who do this every year. They, yeah. You know, and, and whether it's that they have, you know, things that they've outgrown, you know, they, they don't love anymore, but it, it is a very cool concept so that it does go on to someone else who's going yes. to love it. Right. Right. nice nice you know, and and that's what's so fun about seeing the posts because you know you'll post a picture and then other people comment yes and you know whether it's that's that's cool i want to do that too or you know save that for me i want to buy it you know all of those things and you know the nice thing is it's garage sale prices, but you've set it up in such a way that it's fun to go and shop there. Right. Well, uh,
1: let me back up a little Might bit not be there. Quite because garage sale prices. I was going to say <laughs> mine's mine's not quite garage sale because prices. Because it's diva sale. It's because it's a diva sale, right. and mm-hmm. I really have quality stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. If I but have things, but it's second hand price. But it's mm-hmm. second hand price exactly. Um, it's more like consignment right. shopping. Mm-hmm. All right. Where you really have quality items. Mm-hmm. You go into a nice environment. Right. It's just that I hold it in my home once mm-hmm. a year. Nice. So, so that's really what it's, it's more like. And um, one of the things that I began doing a long time ago is if I have things that need to go out that are dollar things, mm-hmm. I really don't bother with dollar things. Mm-hmm. So I put them in the free bin. Ah. And I always have a free bin that's chock full of stuff mm-hmm. because there are just things that I don't want to sell, mm-hmm. but I want to pass out right. into the universe. Yeah, you I don't, don't want to throw away. I don't mm-hmm. want to throw away. And here's the other thing I do too: at the end of my sale, there's always stuff left. Mm-hmm. You never totally sell out, right? So there's always a big stack mm-hmm. that I'm going to take to my local charities mm-hmm. for their thrift stores. Mm-hmm. And that way I'm also donating that. So I'm constantly Mm -hmm. pushing stuff Mm -hmm. back out into the universe. Cool. You know, and
0: and I love that concept of kind of continually having that change. Now, I don't in my own house. You know, packing (laughs) and moving to to get ready to go to Atlanta has been really a challenge because I found things that, you know, hadn't been (laughs) unpacked in 10, 15 years. And it, it was really fun in my closet because it was like I went shopping. I found things with tags on.
1: Oh my goodness! I know,
0: bad, 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 bad. Oh, you know, and and so and and you know, we didn't throw anything away. You know, things did go to to Goodwill and and that's all those good. because we're probably not going to have enough time to do a sale. But I did find a lot of things, in, and my husband, bless his little heart, keeps telling me, you know, why do you have stuff that you just put away? Hmm. You know, now granted, there are now some, that's a guy talking. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> but I see his point. You know, Yeah, why do absolutely. I have these very cool things? that I just stuff in a drawer somewhere. Yeah. You know, and, and so having them out and moving them around, and maybe it does mean that some of them go on to a better home. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a a cool thing to, to be able to do. Exactly. And it's really fun to be able to talk about all this on social media because people have so many other good ideas. And then they say, have you gone to, have you seen, did you know? And, and I'm sure that's where it really is fun for you because you're getting all sorts of tips and and things to, to follow.
1: Sure, absolutely. You know, the Internet has become such an amazing place for us to find out information. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally. And I have put things in there saying, there's no way I'm going to pull anything up on this. I mean, it's so out there. And b- bingo, you know, there it 2, is. nine hundred fifty-four thousand responses. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. And so it becomes this cornucopia, if you will, mm-hmm. of, of information. And that's what our social media allows us to do. Right. I love going in in the morning and reading the, the front page, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm -hmm. To, to find out what people are doing. I mean, Mm -hmm. we just had fires up in. Very close to you. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, Up in Evergreen. Um, actually Aspen Park. Mm -hmm. Um, homes were destroyed. People were, you know, put out Mm -hmm. and, and people that I know. Mm -hmm. And I was following on social media. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, you know, where can we go to help? Mm-hmm. What can we do? How about animal rescue? Right. I mean, there are so many things that take place well, with a disaster.
0: And, and that's what's so cool is when you can find those things out. Um, my, where my mother has moved to in Kansas is very close to Joplin, Missouri, mm-hmm. which just a year ago had that, that, huge horrific tornado and so I started following the various social media sites that Joplin had and one of the the posts that they did one day said you know everybody's been donating so donating so much this is great thank you we have all these volunteers we need Clorox bleach and they oh. said, this is going to sound really strange, but we need Clorox because they were needing to disinfect. Right. Well, you know, I happen to have a friend who's pretty high up at Walmart. And mm-hmm. and Bentonville is not all that far from Joplin. Mm-hmm. And and I gave her a quick call. And, and she said, well, we already saw the post and the trucks were on the way. Oh, my goodness. But um, another uh, one of the things that I saw, somebody had posted, and and this was from the youth center down in Joplin, they had the building again, but they needed computers, and they said, "You know we, we just need a, some secondhand computers that our kids can use to get on the Internet to be able to to you know do whatever kids are doing online." Well, that's when I called my friend who's pretty high up at Hewlett Packard, and they double-checked. They made sure it was a valid request, and this wasn't just going to, you know, Bob's basement. Right. And they sent 10 computers out there. So, you know, that's where social media is so powerful because you
1: can find these things out so quickly. Yes. So great. Snippets of information mm-hmm. in a matter of seconds go out to millions yeah. of people. yeah. So, cool. Well, we are
0: already at the bottom of the hour. Can oh you believe goodness. this? So we're going to go ahead and, and take our next break. And when we come back, we're just going to continue talking about how to really use social media, excuse me, to reach the people that we need to reach. Okay. Great. Takes everything you've got.
3: Taking a break from all your worries. Sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Those nights when you've got no lights, the check is in the mail, and your little angel hung the cat up by its tail, and your third fiance didn't show. Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name, and they're all Troubles are all the same You want to be where everybody knows your name No mm-hmm. letter bed, Mr. Coffee's dead the morning's, looking bright. the morning's looking bright And your shrink ran off to Europe And didn't even write And your husband wants to be a girl be glad there's one place in the world where everybody knows your name and they're always glad you came you want to go where people know people are all the same you want to go where everybody knows
0: And we're talking about social media, which is, of course, where everybody knows your name. It's pretty hard to be anonymous. Which is kind of funny because so many people use social media thinking that they're anonymous. We won't talk about that. That's you know that's a discussion for another day. But I am Deb Creer. I am the Socialite, and I am passionate about working with people to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. So I think it's pretty funny that the Socialite is talking with the Diva. You know, we do, we need our tiaras.
1: Yes, we do. W- what I should have oh, brought you one, Deb. We
0: messed up. We really needed tiaras. <laughs> so that lovely voice that you hear is Barbara. Tobias and she is the thrift talk diva she is America's thrift talk diva. she has been on programs throughout the United States tours she's a, a, a speaker that talks you know in numerous places throughout the United States but we're here today just to talk not just to talk but to talk about social media and how you can really reach your target audience with you know post on Facebook a tweet. You know, Pinterest, let's talk about Pinterest because Pinterest is something that I definitely went kicking and screaming into because I thought, oh, heavens, another <laughs> social media site. <laughs> so, you know, somebody sent me the invite because Pinterest is still by invitation only. Mm-hmm. So I got the little invite and I set up my little boards and then I did absolutely nothing with it. And I get 10, 15 so and so are following you on Pinterest a day. I'm thinking, who are these people? They're not my Facebook friends. They're not my Twitter friends. These are just total people that I've never heard of before. And then I started posting on Pinterest. And again, it's just very simple. You know, when, when I post, like, so I might find an, an article that's relevant to social media or great example. Later on today, I will post the link to the recording to this program. And so I do post it on Pinterest. It takes me 30 seconds to be able to do that. and, people that I have I really have no idea who they are where they have come from how they even found me start repinning those pins very quickly mm-hmm. so to me Pinterest is growing very quickly but I would guess that you use it just almost devoutly I was looking at some of your your boards and these are so cool so let's see she has great women's quotes um all her radio and speaking but I love some of these. so we have books Thrifty living the diva Mm -hmm. Thrifty home makeovers, my style, favorite places and spaces, frugal fashionistas, which, you know, we all need to be frugal fashionistas (laughs) because, you know, and that's the thing that I think so many people forget when they're thinking about being frugal is I can buy five outfits frugally or overspend on one and go, eh, I got one. Exactly.
1: And Um, like you said, Deb, you probably have that still hanging in your closet with the tags on on it.
0: (laughs) And I'm sure that was one of those that I went, oh, a sale. I should buy this. It's on sale. (laughs) And then I didn't love it. Um, Let's see. We have Sheep Chic. cheap Chic. There we go. I knew I'd get that in there right. Um, Healthy, yummy stuff. Now, these are all Barb's pins. Uh, Amazing Divas, which, of course, you'd have to have that. The Joy of Dancing. Um, brilliant business ideas. Wow, you really have... This is very cool. Thank you. So to me, and she she has even more. I'm not even going to go further down. The part... Oh, before I'm too old to care. Okay, I mean, definitely going to have to that That's kind of like one. my bucket list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the thing, and we were talking about it earlier, about building relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're just doing a website as a business... Then that's very one dimensional. Right. People just get that kind of quick overview, this is what I do, this is my business. Right. On social media, they're finding out what T V shows you like, what exactly. books you read. Right.
3: You know, a
0: lot of cases people are finding out what your politics are right now. And I'm not a big fan of printing a lot about politics. You know, that just, that, that can be, get pretty polarizing. Same with some religions. I mean, you know, you just, but it, it, it's all personal. I mean, if that's what you want to do, then there's certainly nothing that, that says you shouldn't. But it's fun because we do get to know about people. You know, I really have developed great business relationships we, with people that I have never met. Exactly. I've only known them online. Mm-hmm. And it started for me with Twitter. That was the very first social media site that I started me too. using.
1: Me too. Yep. And you
0: know, it was it was really fun because you sent these quick short little things and then I thought, I can't be quick and short <laughs> So I like Facebook. You know, Facebook is my tool of choice uh-huh. because I can write longer. I can do all, all sorts of things.
1: But you know what Twitter taught me as a writer? Mm-hmm. It taught me how to condense my thoughts, right. how to use words mm-hmm. effectively, mm-hmm. but sparingly. Definitely. So, you know, it, it is a good tool for and, that. And it's
0: challenging to do that because mm-hmm. you should be able to. Yes. You know, And that's their entire concept. Um, it's funny in, in my outside the the radio studio real life, I do public relations. And there are a lot of the news stations and news media who have now said, send us your your pitches just by a tweet. If you can't pitch it to us in 140 characters, then something is wrong. Exactly. I'm used to sending three-page press releases. (laughs) Right. So to condense it into two or three sentences, Mm -hmm. that's difficult. But... I think that's why it's so good to be able to develop relationships that way.
1: Because mm-hmm. we're cutting through all of that clutter. Yes. And
0: even if you're just posting about you know, And here's
1: the other thing, too, ah. Deb, is that women mm-hmm. use 3,000 words a day more than men. I know. So, so we're going to tweet a lot. So, so we really have to watch our P's and Q's. Know, you know,
0: and, and, and that's where the, the sites come in so cool. Because... We, we are communicating with people and you know, you're giving tips on how to be thrifty and, mm-hmm. and I love your the, the subtitle of the book where frugal is, is chic. right. And I think that's very important is you know I mentioned it earlier, it's not cheap, right? There is a huge difference between cheap and being frugal. Um, and, and that's where sometimes people get caught up and that's where it's cool to see what you've got because people look at that and go, wow, this really is cool.
1: Yeah. So now I- And you can look you can look fabulous, you can have a fabulous home. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the things I put on Pinterest mm-hmm. are pictures of shabby chic homes that Mm -hmm. are fabulous. Mm -hmm. And even though it's second-hand, man, who wouldn't want to live in a place like that? So it's It's really expressing because the wonderful thing about Pinterest is, you know, pictures speak a thousand Mm -hmm. words. But I have long learned on all of my social media, other than Twitter, I have long learned to use videos, to use pictures, Mm -hmm. to use the things in addition to the word.
0: Well, and that's a great tip because... We're connected with so many people. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're really using them fairly diligently, you get connected to quite a few people pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, if you're just using it to connect with old high school classmates and things like that, then more than likely not. But but if you're connected to more than five, six hundred, the news feed starts going pretty quickly. Yes. And and so you just skim it. You know, you're not going to read every post. Exactly. But if you see a picture, Mm -hmm. you stop.
1: I do all the time. Yeah,
0: doesn't and and you know the, and then if it's you know if it makes it the, the tiny picture, you have to click on it to see mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. But you know, but it does. It catches my interest, and so that's why we tell businesses or you know people promoting themselves, whatever they're doing, to put the picture. Mm-hmm. You know, find ways to do that. Now I'm you know as as a business person, I always tell people now make sure on the pictures that you own the picture. Yes. You know, and, and, or that you took the picture, you know, things like that. I use iStock. That's where I get a lot of my images from. And so I pay for them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, it's even better to be able to take your own pictures.
1: Exactly. You know, uh, you're exactly right that people are going to stop at a picture. This morning I went on Facebook and there was a picture of a house that had burned up in, mm-hmm. Ever, up in Aspen Park, right. actually. And immediately it stopped me mm-hmm. and I looked at it. And when I looked, it was someone I knew. Oh. Now, I probably would, if she had just posted, mm-hmm. I probably would right. not if have known it. she just
0: said, gee, this was horrible, our house barn. Exactly.
1: You but might not have even seen it. No, I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have. Because like you, I have many people that mm-hmm. I'm connected to, and so I go through it very quickly. Right. And when I looked at that, and then that made me stop and put a little note mm-hmm. to her. Right. So it's continuing that relationship mm-hmm. sharing with her, you know, her angst and in, in my sorrow. Mm-hmm. And and passing that within a matter of a few minutes. And it's so easy to do.
0: You know, and mm-hmm. and and that's what's nice about social media is you can very quickly type a couple sentences to somebody. Yes. You know, whether it's, you know, thoughts and prayers are with you or that was great or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. because we all like to know that people care. Right. But we all also tend to think that the world revolves around us.
1: Of course it does. It you doesn't? Know, now wait a I minute. Know. I know. Let's stop.
0: I know. It's it's funny when I uh, give my seminars and, and then I also teach down at Metro, I tell my, my students and, and you know, people that take my seminars, you know, I'm an only child. And it's funny because I know that my mom is listening. In fact, you met my mother. Um but we uh you know, I tell people I'm an only child. So I was taught that the world revolved around me. <laughs> And on social media, we have to learn it doesn't. Right. So just going through And I think that's one of the things I like about my phone. When I'm, you know, I have a smartphone. I have a Droid. And so when I'm going through Facebook there... I can quickly, quickly, quickly look through 20, 30 posts Mm -hmm. and click like, 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 without getting too caught up in the, oh, I have to click the link. I have to do this because I am the child with bright, shiny objects. You know, if there's a link, oh, I have to go there, you know, and, and all those. And so on my phone, I don't do that. But just going through and clicking like, you know, doing a quick comment, something like that. It, it builds those relationships sure, with does. people. Absolutely. You know, and, and it really does show that we care about them.
1: And you know something, when when I get somebody that likes me mm-hmm. um and I have a lot of people on Facebook, nevertheless I look up who who liked. Right. Mm-hmm. Who liked that yeah. comment. Mm-hmm. You know, who wanted to listen to that show, mm-hmm. who saw that video. Yep. And there's just a little like I'll go through and I'll yeah. look to see who oh, it yeah. is. Yep. Yep. Well and one of the things that I always
0: tell people is the birthdays. To me, birthdays on Facebook are one of the best marketing tools yes. that you can have. Yes, I go on every day, and sometimes if it's the only thing I do, and I had to, you know, I, I actually had to go on really late last night to get some birthdays because mm-hmm. I, you know, wanted to make sure I did it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I will go in and tell people happy birthday. I do too. Whether it's somebody that I have known for thirty years, twenty years, mm-hmm. two days, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 I just tell them, I tell, I happy, 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 happy birthday. I do four <laughs> happies, um, but it's amazing how many people respond. Yes. And most of the time it's people I don't know. Yes. And they say, thanks for taking the time. Yep. 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm connected with eighteen hundred people. So sometimes I'll have six, eight people that Mm -hmm. that have the same birthday, but cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and paste. You know, and but I've I have business relationships that have come from that Mm -hmm. because they've said, you know, hey, you know, I went and looked at your page. We really need to talk. Things like that, and but it, it, we all love getting birthday cards. Sure. So you know why wouldn't we get it on you know like getting that on Facebook, and then I always tell people, and you know it's it can be a challenge respond to every post it, on something like that. Yes. I had a birthday back in February, and. Over Now, you know, I'm connected with a lot of people. I had probably 300 people that Mm -hmm. said happy birthday. Mm -hmm. I went to every single one of the. Now, it took me three hours probably. And for most of them, all I said was thank you. Yes. But I commented to every single one. Yes. Now, I know it takes a long time. I mean, it really did take me probably two or three hours. But if I had just posted, hey, everybody, thanks for telling me happy birthday, how many of those 300 people would have seen that? Right. And if they didn't see it, how many of them would have thought, hmm, snotty thing that she is didn't even think to respond to me Right. so I did go to every single one of those and mm-hmm. and it was and now it was a challenge because I'd already switched to timeline by mm-hmm. that point mm-hmm. and it clumped them all together oh dear. so I had to keep opening and keep opening and yes. keep opening which that was kind of annoying that Facebook right. did that Right. but it's still you know I, I did I went to every single one and, mm-hmm. and said something and Probably half of those said something back. Right. You know, and, and then we just went further. And, and that comes back to what we've been saying all along. It's about building those relationships with people. Mm-hmm. you know, Because then when you say, hey, I've got this book. I've got this speaking presentation. I have this product to sell. They remember who you are and mm-hmm. that you were, hopefully, a nice person. Yes. And they think, okay, I'm going to work with that person. Yes. Or I'll refer to them. Or I'll, I'll at least share their link. You know, mm-hmm. you, you post a link to, say, this radio broadcast you know, people that like you will then share it with their friends. Right. But if we were rude and obnoxious and and only, you know, self-centered and the world is about me, most of the time it's not going to happen. Exactly. Um, You know, and and that's one of the things that I can't harp on enough, especially the people who have business pages, is if there is a business page and someone has posted a comment there, you really have to respond. Especially if they have said something along the lines of, hello, I want to spend money with you. If you don't respond, it's just like ignoring an email or somebody walks in the door of the business and you, you don't acknowledge them. Exactly. You know, that I've had that happen more times where I've posted on somebody's business page and they have completely and totally ignored me. And I've been saying, I have money. I want to give you money. Please contact me. <laughs> Hello. And they don't. And I only give them one try.
1: Yes, absolutely. You
0: know, and, and that's where it does get complicated for business mm-hmm. because it means they have to check those things. Right. So it's not just post, 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 post. It's post, read, post, read, post, read. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and then comment when you need to. Um, the other thing that I have so many businesses tell me is they say, well, what if somebody says something bad about my business? they're saying it anyway so you might as well be part of that conversation and try and make it right
1: I was going to say make it right respond Mm -hmm. to it and say you know you have a point Mm -hmm. and you know here is my side but moving forward this is what we're going to do absolutely Mm -hmm. I I think that we can all learn you know we all learn from our mistakes Mm -hmm. much faster than we learn from our successes Mm -hmm. so it's really acknowledging that I mean no business is perfect no No. person is perfect you're going to make business Mm -hmm. mistakes and it's acknowledging that and moving forward Mm -hmm. and beyond it that's important cool
0: well we are ready for our third break and so when we come back let's do some tips for people to be on social media and then some you know but let's even more let's talk about some tips on how people can be frugal and thrifty all at the same time
1: you bet
3: Show ya how you
0: Why can't we be friends? We should be friends. Make sure that you connect with me online. You can find all of my connections and and how to reach me on the Mile High Radio uh, host page for Deb Creer. So I am Deb Creer, the socialite, and I am here with Barb Tobias, America's thrift talk diva. Those are you a know, mouthful of words there, but it's great. So first, tell everybody how they can connect with you.
1: Okay, thanks, Deb. You can connect with me on my website, www.thrifttalkdiva.com, or you can find me on social media. Just plug in Thrift Diva. And cool. you will find Barb Tobias. Nice, and 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 the reason you know uh, earlier on what? you said search for Barb Tobias. Right. There's three of us. Uh,
0: that's I noticed that somewhere, <laughs> and I thought, well, you yes. know, and, and and of course you will recognize Barb when you find her because she is this gorgeous woman in this very diva like hat. <laughs> um, so let's you know we're going to talk just about thrift in general and how to shop because any of these could be posts on social media. So let's talk about how do you you know how do you decide what you're going to buy? Um, it's fun. I uh, mentioned earlier, I teach at Metro State. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I tell my students is when you're ready to go for a job interview, you have to dress appropriately. Yes. And all of their little eyes crossed. And I could see them going, but I can't afford to. And so I said, and why, where is the rule that says you have to go? And most of my class are, are men. I said, what's the rule that says you have to go buy a $500 suit? Exactly. You know, why not go to a consignment store, a thrift store and find something that fits. You might have to have it altered, mm-hmm. but find something there that is, is especially if you are only wearing it for interviews. Exactly. Um, you know. So, so what are some of your big basic tips? The best tips you've got now? Oh, wait a minute. Maybe we don't want to give them all away because we want people to buy your book. So just
1: <laughs> just a couple of them, just a few of them. Well, uh, first of all, and, and we were kind of talking about this on the break, Deb. I really encourage people to kind of clear the clutter out of their minds. Mm -hmm. And when they go thrift shopping, go with an open mind. Don't go looking for something specific because the chances are you probably won't Mm -hmm. find it. Or if you do, it'll be months later.
0: Yeah. And then you get so frustrated. that,
1: And then say, oh, Mm -hmm. I can't find anything. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's no use. I'm going to go to a regular Mm -hmm. retail store. When in actuality, if you go and you think, I'm going to spend an hour in here, I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to go on a treasure Mm -hmm. hunt and see what I I find, and you will come up with things that you would never think Mm -hmm. that you'd find in a thrift store. And a lot of times people think clothes, but I mean, I have bought brand new, uh, uh, cosmetic items, brand new, still Mm -hmm. in the package at a thrift store. Mm. Um, so you can pretty much find Mm -hmm. almost everything that you need. Most recently, because I do a lot of photography with my business, I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. a very, you know, you have to see it. Uh You have to see the house. You have to see the wardrobe Mm -hmm. type of thing. Thing. So I'm always on the lookout for photography things, mm-hmm. lighting and things like that. I have found stands. I've found tripods. i found lights wow. with filters. Mm-hmm. All the thrift nice. stores. So it's it's keeping that open mm-hmm. mind. That's my biggest tip.
0: Right. And I saw, now this was last week that I saw this, so I don't know if this is still uh, happening, but Dress for Success right now, which is a fabulous organization for women to get typically business clothes. Yes. They've been having a sale called Perfectly Pretty Party Dresses. Mm. for $49. Oh, my goodness. And and so prom dresses back to, you know, <laughs> all the way back to the homecoming queen. Yes. You know, sometimes we have to do secondhand, yes. but it doesn't have to look secondhand. And it doesn't have to feel secondhand. And
1: and very honestly, what's the matter with secondhand? Right. If it's still in good shape, you're recycling, mm-hmm. you're being green, you're being kind to our planet, right. and you're being kind mm-hmm. to your checkbook. right. You know,
0: my wedding dress came from a consignment store.
1: Serious, I
0: and, love you, Deb. You know, it was one of those <laughs> things because I went and I shopped and and I thought, you know, and and we had we had this very cool wedding it was outdoors, you know, all those various things and and we weren't per, in particular being frugal or thrifty. It was just you know that was how things were working out. But my little brain and you know, bless my mother. This was one of those things that you know she she convinced me of was. Why spend a thousand dollars, five thousand dollars on a dress I literally would wear once? Exactly. And so I found this great consignment store and and I did tell them I don't want to know why the dress was here. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that might, that might have some bad juju to it or something. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was great. Now I, it it is still in my closet. I never, you know, I I didn't take it back and Uh and resell it. But yeah, I mean, why spend that much money on a dress? And maybe it is the prom dress. You know, when, when I was in high school, we had to have a different prom dress for everything. Right. You know, because somebody's seen you in it, and I grew up where we had no stores within sixty-five miles. Wow! So it was a challenge, you know. Yes. To, to, and then, of course, everybody still ended up with the same dress, and that was really funny <laughs> because they all went out to Laramie, Wyoming. Um, but yeah, it's 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 fun to do that, and to yes. have people come into your house and go, "Wow, that is a gorgeous piece!" Mm-hmm. And then you kind of pat yourself on the back and you say, "Yeah, I spent twenty-five dollars for it."
1: Exactly. You know, and, and
0: it's something that originally might have been hundreds of hundreds dollars. of
1: dollars. Yes. And um, I had um, uh, a gal come up to me after one of my talks, and she said, Barb, I have to share something with you. She said, My husband and I do pretty well, mm-hmm. we don't have to shop mm-hmm. secondhand. She said, we choose to Wait. shop secondhand. Mm-hmm. And she said, from the time my children were little, because, you know, children outgrow clothes. Mm-hmm. I mean, my goodness, if anyone should ever have yeah. secondhand things, it's kids oh, that wear mm-hmm. them for two months. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said, from the time my girls were babies mm-hmm. until now, and they're eight and nine, she said, we have been banking the difference between what we would have paid retail and what we paid oh, secondhand. How cool. And she said, in their education funds, we have over $100,000. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing,
0: you know. And, and and like you said, they could have easily, you know, spent for the the higher cost. Yes. Now, when you shop, where do you shop, and do you ever pay full price for anything except like food?
1: Um, yes, other than food, no, I, n- I never pay full price. I mean, there's a few mm-hmm. sundries that <laughs> oh, uh, yes, that, I, know, that I that I, I don't pay full price. Some of the price. unmentionables. You want. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, the unmentionables. Um, that I do pay full price mm-hmm. for, but basically, Deb, I never pay full price for anything and today i really never pay uh, for retail because i'm all into the recycle Mm -hmm. thing and passing things back out into the universe so not only am i saving money but i'm also being kind to the planet Mm -hmm. so my shopping excursions are always at garage sales which i love Mm -hmm. and you know why i love garage sales because people that hold garage sales don't know how to price things. Ah. And they, mm-hmm. like you, you're mm-hmm. moving. You just right. want to get rid of it. I just want to get it. rid of it. And you know that maybe it's worth $10, uh-huh. but you know you're going to put it out there for uh-huh. two. Because I don't want to have to deal with it if You it don't want to have to deal 10. with it. Exactly. <laughs> and so uh, garage sales are my, my first. I mm-hmm. love them and I can't wait because here in Colorado, right. garage sale season is going to start. Oh, I know. <laughs> and estate sales. I love estate yes. sales. Yes. But the thing with estate sales is that if they're run by professionals, Ah, they know, they, get the priced, right. they mm-hmm. know the value. They know the value. And so I've gotten to know a lot of them and, oh, Barb, you're here. Come back on Sunday when we're half price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and of course, when you do that, and I do stop at, sh- at state sales. I love them. Um, but I do shop on the last day and oftentimes on mm-hmm. the last hour. Mm-hmm. And the reason is most of the good stuff is gone, mm-hmm. but every once in a while. Yeah, you find a gem. You find a mm-hmm. gem and you pay so little because mm-hmm. they're willing. They don't want to have to right. deal with it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they they for were the getting family. rid of it for yep. a reason.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. So, so you know, those are my tips. I always tell people if you go to a garage sale shop early, mm-hmm. because the good stuff is going to go, mm-hmm. and it's usually priced very cheap. Mm-hmm. If you stop at is, shop at estate sales, shop late. Ah. So, there's a couple more tips for you.
0: So, you're yep. going to go in and hit all of the the estate sales at the end, the garage sales at the start.
1: Yep. Ah, exactly.
0: Nice. Now, what about consignment stores?
1: I love consignment stores, and consignment stores are where I go when I do, well, when I'm kind of looking for something specific, Mm -hmm. because they have better quality things, Mm -hmm. they don't accept everything, and you are going to pay a little bit more, Mm -hmm. but you're going to usually find the things you need, and also the unique items. Right. I just talked this morning on my radio show Mm -hmm. um, with a gal from New York Mm -hmm. who owns a vintage store Ooh. in New York City. Oh. And um and she's a blogger and mm-hmm. and her name is Sammy Davis. Sammydavisvintage.com by the way. I'll uh-huh. give her a little plug there. But um she is such an amazing gal mm-hmm. and she talks about vintage. And vintage is one of those consignment things mm-hmm. that is a little more expensive mm-hmm. but so unique. Mm-hmm. And so you don't buy all vintage. You s- put it sparingly Mm -hmm. within your wardrobe it might be a vintage brooch right it might be a scarf Mm -hmm. it might be a dress and you really just kind of mix it in with your current wardrobe so cool
0: cool cool i love it i love it well i can't believe this it is two o'clock we have been chatting for an hour so we have to wrap it up now i'm going to challenge everybody who's connected with us online to post their tips I think that would be so cool to see all of their their tips. So, you know, let's, let's see those and see what people come up with. I wanted to talk about my show next week. I am so excited. My guest next week is Vivica Von Rosen. And she is one of the leading experts in the world on LinkedIn. So we're going to be talking about that. Uh, Vivica was named by Forbes magazine as one of the top ten uh, women for social media. Wow. And so, you know, this is is going to be so much fun. We are going to have Vivica here in studio, so that will be very cool. But we will definitely keep in touch because I want to find out about your sales and all those things. So find Barb online, Barb Tobias or Thrift Diva, right? Thrift Okay. Diva. Yes. Look for Thrift Diva on the various and definitely connect with her on Pinterest because there's some very cool things there. So connect there, connect with me online, and until next time, everybody have a very enjoyable week.
2: This is a song from uh, Toy Story. You're listening to Mile High Radio. Mohawill on the world wide web for your listening clip This podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network For more top business podcasts visit c-weetradio.com.